Hey, everybody, welcome to the One Zone podcast. My name is Jack Russell, President and CEO of One Zone. On our podcast today, I had the opportunity to have a conversation with the President and CEO of It Media, located here in Fishers. Today, we had a conversation around looking ahead at your 2021 marketing. I know all of us want to look ahead into 2021, and I think there's some opportunity here to learn a little bit more about how you and your team can create effective marketing strategies as you look ahead in 2021. Let's listen in. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the One Zone podcast. Very excited to have Ashley on the show today. Hi, Ashley. How are you? Jack, so great to be here. Doing well. How are you? Doing good. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast. If you would, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Absolutely. Well, my name is Ashley Monk. I am the CEO of It Media. And to keep it really simple, we help companies get their name out on social media. And we do that through paid advertising and then organic content. And so if you've seen The Social Dilemma on Netflix, it's probably the quickest way, like it or not, to sum up what we do. Or we're the type of company that if you're going on and searching online for your guilty pleasure, whether it's shoes, golf equipment, whatever that may be, and you click somewhere and you see an ad and then you get an email, that is what we do in a nutshell. So we help companies get in touch and communicate with their ideal market online in a way that gets them to actually move the needle in their company. That's awesome. Well, I know in our conversation today, we're, we've had some conversation before the podcast about what 2020 has been like, but I think there's some opportunity here to look ahead. I think it's an important topic to look at 2021 and, and how do marketing plans and, and companies kind of look ahead? Absolutely. Well, it's so funny because now is the time. 2021 starts in Q4 of 2020. And so if you aren't thinking about 2021, I'm so glad that you're listening today because now is the time to get planning. And so the biggest thing that I hear is most companies kind of look at the new year a little bit wrong. They really look at it through a numbers perspective. They look at, okay, what do we have in the budget for marketing? And then how do we spend that budget, right? Um, but we're not necessarily looking at what is actually going to be a effective in our company moving forward. And examples that I see are just, okay, great. We did this in 2020. We posted all this content. Let's up the budget and figure out how we can create more quantity. And maybe I'm un under the school of thought or the unpopular opinion that I really don't think that's an effective way to look at your marketing at all. Because really, especially with the year that we have had this year, the world and the digital landscape has been forever changed. And now more than ever, it is are more important to focus on quality than it is over quantity. Um, and to be it's this kind of a tightrope of figuring out, okay, how can we be aware and not dwell on all of these things that have happened, but also not kind of kind of put our head in the sand and just ignore issues that they've happened. And so when it comes to 2021, the key is really just identifying a few things and looking back in 2020 and saying, okay, how are our customers doing? What have they engaged with so far? What has worked and how can we address that? Not just by throwing money at it, but by kind of breaking apart systematically what we have done that's been effective and maximizing that to move forward. That's awesome. Well, I love the idea of quality over quantity. I think that's super huge because I think a lot of people measure it that way of how much can I produce versus how much can I get that return? I think that's huge. I will also say, you know, it, you know, when we look at marketing in 2021, any other thoughts when it comes to different components of a, of a marketing plan? 
so many. There are so many thoughts. And if I had to break them down and keep it really, really simple, because that is key. Um, it's the most important thing you can do before most people look at their marketing backwards as well. So not only with the budget, but usually we get these ideas in our head and we form these beliefs based on what we hear. And in my role, that looks like, okay, so-and-so told me that I need to be posting on social media. I'm going to go throw content on Facebook because that's what everybody said and that's what they're doing. Oh, okay. I've heard really good stuff is happening on LinkedIn. I need to be there. I'm just going to post content, but it's actually the most backwards way to think about your marketing because the place that we really need to start is really getting crystal clear on who our market is and who we are talking to and figuring out what is going through their head at this time. Because the most effective way that you can create content and engage your ideal client online is getting in their head and understanding what is going on in their psyche, what they're kind of thinking when they are making purchasing decisions. And so instead of deciding, you know what, I'm going to post on LinkedIn saying, let's say that I am a boutique in downtown Fishers. And right now I have a lot of customers that are maybe moms that are in their thirties that have young children that are afraid of coming to shop because they're nervous about maybe getting sick or passing something to someone else. And in that situation, the answer isn't necessarily just creating more content to put it online. When you think about it that way, the answer is, okay, how can we better understand exactly what is going through our client's mind so that we can meet them where they're at? And so, for example, instead of just kind of posting tone deaf, so to speak, content about come in, buy from us now, which is when companies freak out, they're immediately responding on social media with buy, 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 instead of checking in and just creating awareness on, hey, here's some amazing measures that we've taken in our store to make sure that you're safe and not necessarily dwelling there either. Or, hey, did you know that we as a boutique have implemented all of these online shopping features? Like send us a message and let us know how we can accommodate you. And so the biggest takeaway when it comes, and we can dive into specific um, strategies, tactics, and how this can apply for different companies across different platforms and what time to post and all that fun stuff that I usually get asked. But the most important thing is just going to be understanding what that need is. And instead of just shouting at people and broadcasting our message, it's kind of understanding and just really trying to start a conversation instead of just showing up. We post on social media almost sometimes like we're cheering at a football game. We're just trying to be the loudest person there. We're screaming for the outcome or the team that we want to win. But what we actually want to treat it like is if we're sitting one-to-one -one at a coffee shop having a conversation with our market. That's awesome. I think that that's, that's so important. I think we even look at that as ourselves as an organization at one zone is how do we, how do we best share our story? And I think that that's, that's a unique piece of it is not so much the product, but even just the story of how it comes about. I think that's huge. Absolutely. Um, and so when it comes to that kind of stuff, what, what are some, I guess, in my mind, I always think to myself, how do I do do's and don'ts? But, yeah. but you know, what are some of those do's and don'ts when you look at kind of the 2021 and, and even, you know, a lot of businesses during this time have had to pivot and they've had to make those changes. But, but what are some of those do's and don'ts, even whether it's, you know, maybe there's some things that we've, we can continue to do even through COVID, but you know, what does that look like? I love it. So I'll start with some tactics, then we can kind of dive into the nitty gritty. Okay, here, this is amazing. And then this you should never do because some of it will vary by industry. And then some of them are just like the unspoken rules where you're just thinking, oh my gosh, please never do that again. Like this is terrible. Um, but when it comes to your content, I usually, when we work with clients, um, 
we encourage them to think in the perspective and we're creating content for them in the perspective of content pillars. And so regardless if we are doing advertising, organic content, interactive content like quizzes in different forms to kind of help the onboarding process, the key is really coming up with what you stand for as a brand and a company and trying to tell that through storytelling and by nurturing your audience instead of just saying, hey, like if I were, for instance, let's use one zone as an example and you guys don't do this at all. Granted, I haven't looked, so maybe you are and I'm about to call you out, which I'm sorry if I am. I really haven't looked. That's but, but like the example, the difference being some great content pillars for your organization could be things like member spotlights and features, success stories, um, behind the scenes of the business relationships that you guys have continued to grow that really are a benefit. And then finally, maybe different events and then perks to your membership and just educating them. So those are three different examples of content pillars. And the goal is to kind of weave them all together. And so that's a do. A don't, for instance, would be, Let's say, I don't know, we'll just stay with the one zone analogy. I haven't posted on social media. I live in a world that's completely changed. I log on to my um, company's Facebook account and I'm in scarcity mode thinking, oh crap, we've got to get new members. We've got to get people in the chamber. I'm just going to post every day about how they can enroll now and I don't care what's in it for them. I just need them to sign up, right? That's a don't. But it's so funny because all it is is consumer psychology. And I see business owners do it all the time, especially in times of stress. It's like, buy from me now, call me today, I can help you. And so I would say the biggest don't overall in marketing is ever approaching that conversation from a place of I need. It's just kind of approaching it from a place of how can I help you? And then inadvertently the right people, it's always really easy to kind of take them through the process. Um, another thing that I would say, is maybe a no-no. Um, I love LinkedIn. Um, I do, especially for who we serve. It's funny because we use a lot of B2B tactics, but we mostly serve B2C companies. But um, obviously to get those B2C clients, we use B2B marketing strategies. Right. Um, and so one that we love is we automate our LinkedIn in-mail process. Um, and I know a lot of other companies do. And whew, I don't know if you've ever logged into LinkedIn and you've gotten one of those canned message threads. So as soon as you accept the new connection request, you kind of see somebody, there's some mutual connections there. And it's kind of like a really bad first date text kind of a thing where somebody just randomly starts to ask and almost propose to you and they've just met you. And it's those LinkedIn messages like, hey, Jack, we've never met, but I sell this. And actually, I think you would be a prime candidate. Here's a calendar link. And what that says to the new, the new person that you, you've never met them is, yep, you should book through my calendar link. I'm trying to sell you something. I'm the expert. And it just comes off really presumptuous. And that is always a no-no. But LinkedIn automating that cadence and automating those messages can be effective. For instance, if you use a conversation stopper or you just focus on adding value. And so really the overall rule is we could get to a lot of nitty gritty ways that this has turned out really poorly. It's just focusing on adding value instead of trying to sell. Because the truth of the matter is within your marketing strategy, there are three phases and we always talk about this to the buying cycle. There's that um, awareness stage, then there's the consideration stage, and then we've got the conversion or purchase stage. And most people, when they find you on social media, they may or may not know who you are, but they're kind of fluctuating between the awareness and then maybe the consideration phase. Your job isn't to sell to them. 
especially if you sell a higher end service, like your job is going to be to kind of, especially if you're B2B, close that process. But your goal with social media is really to just kind of create that awareness so people can create a buzz so people know what you are and they can refer or share things and let other people know about what you do and then sell to them later on through other channels. That's awesome. And, and that, to that LinkedIn, I totally get that. I get that plenty of times where it's I'm terrible. Yeah. I get a little nervous when I even, you know, I don't even think about it because a lot of times I look at it from a mutual connection. So I'm like, Oh, I, I, I had to have known this person through this or that. And then all of a sudden to your point, the calendar invite, I'm like, Oh, hold on. I, you know, and it's that relationship building. I think that's a lot of what you've been talking about is how do you create that relationship from a virtual standpoint? I think that's huge of how do you create that? Um, well, any other thoughts? I want to, I mean, I, I, we try to make these short and sweet for people. I, I stopped doing them for a couple of weeks and I got emails saying uh, that I was ruining people's drives. Uh, so <laughs> drives to work because they love being able to listen to our podcast. So, but any final thoughts or any thoughts that you want to make sure that our, our members listen to? I love it. If I could leave everyone with one more thing, it would just be keep it simple and then just get started. That is the key. I think we overcomplicate social media. We overcomplicate marketing and the really the only steps involved are knowing your market, knowing what channels they are on. So contrary to what everybody else says, and I do love Gary Vee, but I don't need, believe that you need to be everywhere, right? If your market is on Facebook, you don't need to be on TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, Instagram, or at least until you master Facebook. So know your market, pick one platform that you can serve them on and just show up and create quality content. That's it. Then if you need help, that's when, if you even get to that point and you're feeling overwhelmed, that's when it's okay. Maybe it is time to outsource and have that conversation. So if you're in that spot, would love to chat. Um, but Jack, let me know too. would love to share even more tips um, or resources if you get any comments in. Absolutely. And if people want to get in touch with you, Ashley, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Absolutely. If you want to chat with us, um, our website is buyitmedia.com, almost like written buyitmedia.com. You can email us as well at hello at buyitmedia.com. And honestly, find us on Facebook, send us a message. We are a marketing company. So there's really not a channel that we are not on to get in touch with us as well. So reach out, text us, call us, email us, DM us. We'll, we'll be there for you. That's awesome. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, you know, Ashley and her team have been so awesome with providing some resources for us to also throughout the year of 2021, we'll start to see some resources uh, be included with Ashley and her team. And hopefully, Ashley, you would be okay with joining us again on our podcast sometime soon. I will take you up on that. Would love to join. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Ashley. All right. Thanks, Jack. Thank you again to Ashley with It Media for taking the time today to talk to us about looking ahead to 2021 and what marketing strategies and what marketing efforts businesses can take in order to make an effective marketing strategy in 2021. Again, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Keep a lookout for more podcasts as we go throughout the year and have a great rest of your week.